Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco, online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Glad you're with us, John Morris, Brooke Bednars. We've got some great uh, information to pass along to you today on the Sikkim Podcast. It's about a new uh, campaign that is being launched by Baylor, Baylor Athletics, uh, today as we record this, September 10th, 2020. It is the one campaign, and Brooke, there's nobody better to have to kick us off with this then Baylor's athletic director Mac Rhodes uh Mac welcome to you appreciate you being on the Sikkim podcast again with us well thank you John and certainly appreciate the opportunity uh to to be with you and Brooke and to talk about uh the launch of uh of the one campaign so far I think you are our most frequent guest but we can't think of anyone better to launch this campaign than yourself so we're super excited to have you on here today. Well, I'm, I'm honored to be your, your most frequent guest, and um, I hope it's by your choice and, and not necessarily by my choice. So, <laughs> No, we're always glad to have you, Mac. I appreciate it. Tell us about the one campaign. Uh, where did the idea for the campaign come from? You know, really primarily, you know, uh, two, two initiatives really, really sparked the idea. One one was the the Big Twelve Unity campaign, and uh, you know our our desire to 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 be supportive of that, to to create our own campaign, you know something that was specific and authentic to to Baylor, and then you know the NCA, you know several weeks ago uh, initiated some some permissive legislation that that really related to to uniforms and being able to apply things to to uniforms. Um, things that that pertain to you know social justice social injustice messaging etc and so um, you know we we started to to really have conversation about you know what that would look like for Baylor and this this patch that you'll see you know uh, just teams across the country where and uh, and so that's that's how it initiated and and really, you know, our desire was to, to create a department-wide effort to, to unite the, the Baylor community around a, a shared commitment to, to justice, to equality, and, and to love. Where would you say that, I mean, obviously there was lots of different directions, but the, that this could have gone, that the patch could have gone, the design and all of that, but there was um, the underlying want for unity and for everything to be together. So why did you guys specifically pick the word one? You know, we, we've used it prior and, you know, we can certainly talk about it a little bit later when you, when you think about, you know, our, our mission, right. Of, of one standard and, and one accord. And, 
you know, we, we really, you know, coalesced around the word one because we, we certainly think it symbolizes, you know, solidarity, this, this idea of, of rallying all of us, right? All of, uh, of the Baylor family, our student athletes, our coaches, our staff, you know, um, our Baylor uh, fans, uh, the community around this, this single unifying effort. And so just really felt like uh, one uh, represented that uh, very, very well. And also, you know, it, um, you know, we, we, we can certainly talk about the word one, but, you know, the, the focus in, in, in addition to, to just the word one, right, is, is to provide actionable opportunities, you know, for our, for our family, for our department to disrupt racial injustice and inequalities within our community. And, you know, I, I think this is, is going to be really, really cool because we're, we're, uh, going to have each of our, our sport programs and coaches and staff, um, they're going to identify at least one initiative or action to move us closer to achieving, you know, one Baylor, one community, this, this idea around, again, a shared commitment to justice, equality, and love. Mac, I know a lot of uh, time, thought, effort has been put into this. A lot of in intellectual resources have been devoted to this. Why, why is this important for Baylor Athletics to launch a campaign like this? Well, I, I think it's I think it's two things. I think one, it's it's awareness, and then it's and then it's action. And um, you know, I, I think it it takes takes all of us to 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 create change. Um, you know, our, our 500 plus student athletes um, certainly play a prominent part uh, given, given their, their platform, um, the diversity of our, of our student athletes, but, but certainly also staff and, and coaches. And again, this, this idea of, of all of us. And, um, you know, I, I talked about it a little bit, but uh, the, the campaign is about doing, right? It's about taking actual steps to elicit change and you know, um, our voices uh, uh, alone are, are not enough. And, and so trying to just rally everybody. Uh, and again, uh, just trying to, you know, impact change step by step within our family, but, but also within, within the, uh, the, the communities that, that we live in. On the patches, a prominent part of Baylor athletics is is our faith and our faith background, um, something that I know everyone here is very proud to get to represent. Um, on the patches that are going to be on these uh, jerseys uh, is are two different Bible verses. Uh, the teams get to choose, correct? Yes. So we uh, we provided the option for for the two different verses, Acts. 1034 and, and Colossians uh, 3, 12 through, through 14. And, you know, Brooke, you, you spoke to it. You know, when you think about our, our vision of preparing champions for life, one of our pillars is, is spiritual growth. And, uh, you know, Baylor, we're, we're an unapologetically Christian institution. And, uh, and I, I really uh, believe that that's one of the, the, the special uniquenesses of, about, about Baylor and, uh, and, uh, and about, you know, our, our vision, our mission. And so just giving each, each team the, the choice of, of choosing between, you know, one of those uh, scriptures to, to, to include on, the, on their patch. And, you know, the two verses really, you know, signify or reflect the sentiments of this campaign and, and our hearts for one another 
And, uh, and again, just this idea of commitment to, to justice, equality, and love. So, Mac, we'll see these patches uh, prominently displayed on jerseys, on warm-ups. Uh, so it'll get some TV time as well. So great platform, you know, to get this one campaign the attention that it deserves. What do you hope that fans and the Baylor family uh, take away from this campaign, you know, when they see that? Yeah, I think that, uh, one, I think it's, it's going to be really, really cool, John Brooke, because I, I don't know that there'll be any, any FBS uh, institution in the NCAA that will actually have Bible scripture on, on their jersey. And so um, what, a, what an unbelievable opportunity and, and platform for us. And then, you know, it's, it's certainly my hope, our hope, that, uh, that these initiatives um, – or through these initiatives, we're, we're not only empowering our student athletes and, and coaches and staff for transfer, transformational change, but, uh, but that, you know, all of us, right, our student athletes, every one of us are, are genuinely, genuinely learning about, about social justice and, and how we can bring about um, just more equality and in uh, this, this idea of, of uh, again, I, I go back to this, this commitment to justice, equality, and love. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, but each of the teams, they'll be choosing at least one initiative um, as a part of the one challenge, which is a component of this campaign. What do you hope that the teams get out of that initiative and the fact that they're all doing it together as one? Well, again, I, I think it's, um, you know, hopefully that, um, that, that they can invoke uh, change right together and um and that um you know we're we're stronger um together as a team um and, and this idea of all being being one and um and that you know over time right just just step after step after step that um that that we can we can again be a be a, a resource um or a source for for uh, for providing change and awareness, and um, I, I think it's I think it's you know an opportunity for for some great um, life life lessons for for our student athletes. And again, you know I I think we, we're certainly focused on our student athletes because they they're such a an important part of this. But you know for all of us, you know my, myself included, th this idea of continuing to learn and, and continuing to. To, to try to change our communities for, for the better. Mac, you mentioned it earlier, uh, spiritual growth is one of the pillars upon which uh, we hang our hat, you know, one of the pillars in which we uh, built the foundation of Baylor Athletics. How, how, tell us how the One Campaign ties in with our mission of One Standard, One Accord. Well, I think, first of all, you know, the, the One Campaign certainly runs parallel to, to our department's vision of, of preparing champions for life. And, and as you mentioned, John, related, you know, to, to our mission to live by one standard, one accord. And, um, you, you know, you, you think about this, this idea of unity and justice, and we certainly think they're at the core of, of, our, of our Christian commitment. And, and one of our you know, principles when we think about um, living, you know, um, by one accord is, is this idea of, of empowering our student athletes and staff to, 
to treat you know one another with dignity and respect. And so we, we think that it, it certainly um, fits all together. And, uh, and again, we're, we're excited about, about the campaign and, and the launch. And, and um, you know, I think the, the, the one campaign has, has, a, has the opportunity again to, to provide awareness, but, but certainly um, it's, it's more about action and, um, and doing. And uh, I look forward to, to watching each of our sport programs and, and our department um, do what we can to, to, uh, to unite the Baylor community around uh, this, this shared commitment to justice, equality, and love. Before we let you go today and everyone continues to read up more on this one campaign and everything that Baylor Athletics is doing to further unite not just our department but the community around us, um, I do want to ask you your uh, thoughts and opinions and just how proud you are of the fact that our athletic department has already been taking steps forward with the cultural humility group and the fact that we've been having staff huddles and those conversations as well that are going to continue. And this campaign just continues to boost that effort forward. Well, I, you know, Brooke, I, I certainly appreciate that, that question. And, um, you know, I, I, I couldn't be, be more proud of, of our student athletes and our staff and our coaches and, um, this, this idea of equality has, has been important to, to all of us um, long before, you know, just, just months ago, right? It, it started this, this idea, again, of treating each and every person with dignity and respect and, and, and loving one another. And so, again, we're, uh, we're certainly far from perfect, um, but we, we started this journey, you know, years ago and um and we're going to continue on the journey and and i think that this uh the the one campaign uh has uh will will uh will allow us to to even move you know further um forward and, and faster and uh and again together so i am uh i'm excited about it and certainly really really proud of our of our student athletes our coaches and staff well, thank you so much for your time. And um, I know that we're going to dive in here after this next break and talk with a couple of other people who will continue to lead this effort forward. But I do want to thank you for your time with us today and explaining this one campaign as it launches here today. So thank you again. Well, thank you both, Brooke and John. Appreciate, as always, uh, being with the both of you. What season is it? It's truck season at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks are raring to go, ready to work and play, and all feature the best deals of the year during Ram Power Days. Come get your brand new Ram Lone Star at Allen Samuels with 0% for 72 and no payments for 90 days. Or choose up to $9,250 in bonus cash and incentives. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Shop, apply, buy online. We deliver Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels. Relationships, community, home. Now more than ever, these are the things that we're holding fast to. Home should restore us from today and ready us for tomorrow. It's where stories are told and relationships are forged. Within those walls, memories are made, laughter is shared, and family is gathered around the table. For these reasons, we believe in home and that right now there is no better place to be. If you and your family are looking to buy or sell a home, head over to magnoliarealty.com. Magnolia is a proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. 
Now, back to the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Continuing on this week's Sikkim Podcast, remember to download and uh, subscribe to the Sikkim Podcast. We have a new one each week. Appreciate Coach Mac Rhodes, uh, Coach Mac Rhodes, our AD, <laughs> being on with us to uh, open the podcast. Now we have two other special guests with us to, con- to continue the conversation. Corey Pinkett is with us. Corey is the Assistant AD for Character Formation here in Baylor Athletics. Corey, welcome to you. Thank you so much for having me. All right, decked out in Baylor green and gold. And Joe Gonzalez is with us. Joe is the Director of Digital Media. Joe, welcome to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. Good. And you two are the uh, co-chairs for the Cultural Humility Working Group. We talked to Mac about uh, the One campaign and want to get your thoughts on that. But want to get some background on you two uh, individually also. Uh, Joe, tell us your background. You're here from from Waco, here working at Baylor now. Yeah, tell yeah. us how you got to your position. And as director of digital media, what all does that entail? Yeah, and so I'm I, like Jamo said, I'm born and raised here in Waco. I've uh, been here my whole life, uh, and and so my journey to Baylor is it started out uh, seven years ago. I started out working with the at the time it was the marketing department, uh, and so I was uh, just working strictly with marketing and, and worked a lot on the uh, on the posters, the season tickets, a lot of the visuals you saw on the marketing side. Uh, and then about three years ago, that's when we transitioned into having our own creative department. Uh, and so, kind of my role is is on the visual side, working on the uh, graphics, uh, whether they be in venue or print or, or, or on social media or, or whatever on that end. And then I also kind of help out with photography and just overall on the creative side, uh, we have a great team that I work with. And, and so that's kind of my role on, on that side. Very cool. What about you, Corey, as assistant AD for character formation, you work a lot with the student athletes. How'd you end up at Baylor and what's that your time here been like? How did I end up at Baylor? That's a good question, Brooke. <laughs> it is, um, it, it's a God thing, in my opinion. I am originally from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised there, and went to school at the University of Georgia, grad school at the University of Central Florida. And I start that way because at Central Florida is where I met Marcus Sedberry, who is my now boss at Baylor. So he's part of the reason why I'm here, because he helped me see opportunities that were available here that I wasn't aware of. Um, but a lot of my desire and interest for what we call character formation or student athlete development sparked through my time with him as a graduate assistant. And from there, I was blessed with opportunities to work at Kansas State University for three and a half years, Um, got to push forward some initiatives for our student athletes of color there, which that experience helped me see the need for a cultural humility working group and other things that we're doing here at Baylor. So that was fantastic. And then after there was at Women Leaders in College Sports for a year and a half as the director of leadership and education there. And again, through that organization and helping with our women of color initiative, saw some of the needs for advocating for our people of color, specifically in sport, because women of color are not very well represented in, represented in sports. So that, that fueled a, a passion of mine, which is part of the reason why I'm glad about the work that we're doing with Joe that we'll talk about later and also what I get to do with get to do with our student athletes. But then Marcus called me and was saying, Hey, we have an opportunity here at Baylor. I think it's a really good fit for you if it's something you'd consider. And after talking with him and mentors and praying about it, Corey Pinkett moved to Baylor (laughs) in Waco, Texas. And I never thought I'd live in Texas. I never had that 
vision, but it's been such a great experience the last two years and feel very fortunate to be here and to be here now and to be able to do the work that we get to do, not only with our student athletes, but with our staff as well. And congratulations to you. Uh, we're told you you from the Justin's uh, Commitment Award winner for Corey. Way yes. to go, Corey. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Presented you Presented so by the Women Leaders in College Sports Organization. Very nice honor for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was quite surprised <laughs> to be completely transparent, but it, it is. It's so humbling, and it's such an honor to be recognized and to be viewed by your colleagues and your peers in that way. So it, it's truly special, and I'm so appreciative. Well, they're not the only ones recognizing you guys. Um, you were both chosen to be co-chairs of the Cultural Humility Working Group. Kind of walk us through um, what those conversations are like and, and what it means to you to be a part of this organization and pushing it forward. Joe, we'll start with you maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it started back in – I want to say like summer of 2018, Corey, about that time. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was approached by, by Don Rogers and, and Javon Overshone uh, about the opportunity to kind of co-lead it with, with Corey. Uh, and when they told me, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. This is awesome. Uh, and then when I really thought about it, I was like, man, this is a big responsibility. Like it, it's something that it's something that needs to be done. And at the time that, I mean, when we did it, I mean, when, when the department did it, it wasn't out of reaction or anything. It, it was because Mac felt it was a, something that we needed to do as a whole. And, and kind of when I, like I said, when I really thought about it, I was like, man, this is a big responsibility. Like, this is something that, that's bigger than myself. That's not for just the now, but something that's kind of thinking in the future. Because uh, this is something that we, we're going to need to be progressive in and kind of take some action in. And so I, I just thought about that, and I, I saw the, the passion that Corey had, and, and so it just made me made me more more aware. Uh, just just being being from Waco, being who I am, uh, being Mexican, you're aware of some certain things, and and you you grow up kind of kind of seeing things and and uh, treated certain ways and stuff like that. It's it's tough to say that, but that's just the reality of of kind of who how it is, um, and so just kind of. Thinking about all that and, and thinking of the student athletes, kind of the roads they came to get here, because uh, we all got different paths and, and, and we all kind of ended up at Baylor. Um, but there was we took different roads to get here. And so just kind of thinking about all that, thinking about the student athletes, thinking about Waco in general, uh, the connection from from Baylor to the city. Uh, just really thought about that. And I just thought it was just a great uh, opportunity and, and a big responsibility, not just on my part, but just on our part as a whole uh, and as a department to kind of take that on and kind of kind of help lead that with Corey. And, Joe, you must be uh, especially proud. I mean, growing up here, like you said, I mean, you grew up in Waco, yeah. around yeah. Baylor, yeah. and then to be a part of this initiative working for Baylor, oh, it's yeah, got to be sure. special for you. Oh, yeah, it, it is. I mean, like I, I mean, I'm born and raised in Waco. I mean, I, I was in Waco Public Schools. Uh, I mean, I, I went to Waco High. So I, I seen everything, and I've I seen the growth that Waco has had in the last probably four to five years. Uh, some people have certain feelings about it, uh, but it, I mean, we're definitely growing and we're definitely heading, heading in a different direction. Uh, so it, it's definitely proud to, to see that and to be a part of this. Uh, and like I said, just, just really, really grateful for the opportunity.
If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big Tex tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big Tex trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. Say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. Bentwood Realty is a full-service real estate firm with more than 70 high-achieving agents who desire to make a positive impact in their local communities. Their agents stay actively involved in all buying, selling, and investing real estate transactions to make sure their clients receive the utmost level of service. Established in 2011 by brokers Kim Galvan and Rick Hines, both proud Baylor alumni, call Bentwood Realty today, 254-300-4800. They're at 601 Lake Air Drive in Waco and Bentwood realty.com Corey what are some of the things that you guys since the start of the cultural humility working group have you guys been able to take part in I know we just spoke with Mac about some of the staff huddles Mm -hmm. kind of tell us where those ideas came from and also where those are headed with the student athletes sure I, I think one of the big things to Joe's point that he made earlier about just being excited about co chairing one of the things before we start talking about what we're doing, I think it's important to know who's in the group. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons why I love being a co-chair because we have such a diverse group of representatives from our athletic department serving on this working group. So you have people from sports teams, you have a variety of different positions within the department. You have a variety of different ethnic backgrounds, people from Waco, like my co-chair and then people from further away, like myself. I mean, it's just a good mix of different perspectives, men and women, et cetera. And because of the ideas in our conversations, that's what's helped move us forward, in my opinion. So one of the things that we talked about is getting a sense of what the needs are within our department and ensuring that Baylor is a place where everyone feels valued and loved and accepted. And that's very important to us. And that's who we are, right? We talk all the time about being family and our one standard, one accord. And ultimately our goal and and vision of preparing champions for life. And all of that happens if we're able to bring the best version of ourselves to what we're doing. And one of the things we talked about as a committee was identifying that. So we talked about climate surveys and all equity reviews and all the different things that we could do to get to that information. We also, though, talked about the desire to do, we called them lunch and learns, but essentially lunch conversations in small groups where we could just come and have dialogue and learn about people's perspectives and backgrounds and get educated on different things. And ironically enough, we were supposed to start that in the spring and then COVID (laughs) hit and that, that altered some things for us, but it also presented some opportunities, like you mentioned, Brooke, with the huddle. And one of the things we wanted to make sure we did was provide opportunities for staff to have conversations and be educated about 
a variety of different topics that related to social injustice specifically. So we got together as a team and we said, here are the topics that we think would be good. We got some input from student athletes about challenges that they were seeing and things that they were going through. And we decided that it's important for our entire staff to get together at minimum six times a year to have these conversations. And we brought in Dr. Jeff O'Brien to do the conversations with us. And it's a partnership with the Institute for Sport and Social Justice. So it's, we're really excited about the direction we're going in. We've already had two of these conversations. We're planning for two more this fall, two more in the spring. And then we also were very focused on not only doing conversations at these six times during the year, we wanted to make sure that we created spaces and opportunities for continued education and continued conversations. So one of the other things we have talked about and will be implemented this fall are small groups or small communities where members of our athletic department are getting together and it may be people from different departments that you might not know yet or might not know as well and you're able to have these conversations. And we think that that's important. And then in addition to that, one of the things that we've also been brainstorming and thinking through is how do we bring our staff and students together and have conversations as a collective Baylor Athletics unit? And we haven't quite figured out the best way to do that, especially considering social distancing and, <laughs> and Zoom and all of that kind of stuff. A couple of obstacles. A few <laughs> obstacles that we need to, to get over for that, but we, we want to make sure that we're having continued conversations and, and we understand that that can be difficult and it can be challenging and it can be hard. And we definitely don't want to diminish that, but we believe that being able to provide structured opportunities and then some additional things can help these types of conversations become more normal. As we have more of them, they become more comfortable and that ultimately will help us move in the right direction. What I hear you saying is, uh, you know, what, what we are doing with this one campaign is uh, for the student-athletes, students, yes, but it's for faculty and staff and our employees and coaches here in the athletic department also. And, and you have to be intentional about doing that, right? I mean, it's hard to find time to get together to Absolutely. visit. But it uh, sounds like you're making time and, and kind of uh, finding time for all of us to be included in that. Absolutely. What's been so encouraging, and Joe and I have talked about this Frequently, what's been so encouraging is the support and the commitment of our leadership to make sure this happens. And to your point, let's find time and let's make the time. And then let's commit to showing up at the time that yeah. we've determined. And, and that's the first step. And then we can continue from there and the same approach is being taken with the students. We know that our schedules are busy, but let's find the time and let's make the time so that as a family together, we can move in the, the, the desired direction that we want to move in. Specifically with the one campaign, I know Joe, mm -hmm. obviously being the director of digital media, you played a role in that. We talked with Mac about the meaning behind the campaign, why it was important for Baylor to take this step forward and to have these patches and have these warm-up shirts and things for the student-athletes. But I want to hear from you on the creative side where where'd the idea for what it looks like? I know the everything's going to be released today, and um, they're going to get to see what all of that's going to look like. But kind of what went into the design and specifically what it looks like with the bold and big one and then the Bible verse on there? Uh, kind of walk us through your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I think the key word you say right there is just bold. I think 
when I when we first talked about the logo, that's one of the main things that came to my mind, which is just kind of being bold. Uh, one thing I wanted to keep it clean. I wanted to keep it legible because uh, I mean it's going to be on patches, so I mean it's going to be seen real quick. Uh, and so I wanted to make sure when as soon as people saw it, they can kind of identify it real quick. Uh, we just had a, re- a rebrand uh, this past year, and so I kind of wanted to keep that in mind also. So when you look at the at the one logo. It incorporates the the typeface that is used in our in our wordmark, mm-hmm. and so I, I wanted to pull that in, bring that in, and then also I wanted to really emphasize the one. So if you if you look at the at the the, the O on there, it has a subtle one silhouette inside there, and so I really wanted to to, to kind of echo that again. And so, uh, in, in keeping with the boldness and the cleanness, uh, I, I I knew we had some logos, I mean some uh, some scriptures that we had to incorporate. In there also, so I wanted to, I had to make that kind of legible to where we can swap out scriptures, but still also maintain the integrity of the logo. Uh, and so that I, I kept all that in mind. And, and then one thing to kind of frame it all in was to to give it some stability and, and, and give it some balance and everything was to box it in within the patch the, uh, the patch area, the square. And I knew that was going to be applied on on different uniforms. I mean, from basketball to football to to volleyball and soccer. I mean, it's going to be there's different different textiles and just different shapes of, of the uniform, so I, I had to keep that in mind also. So that that was one of the main things, just keeping it bold, keeping it clean, uh, consistent. Went with a a very minimal color palette of black and white. I mean, when you see black and white together, it, it, I mean the contrast is really good. I mean, it's really bold. Uh, I mean, it's it's powerful, uh, and, and so that's some of the things that I had in mind on on the logo part. That's an example, Joe, of, of your creative uh, ability. I mean, you are so very good at what you do. But all those things you explained there, I love a logo that has layers to it. You know, you look at it first. Oh, that's nice. Oh, look a little deeper. You know, yeah. and you see the one inside the O of the mm-hmm. one, you know, that you designed there. And then the Bible verse underneath it. And it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. I think that's significant. Yeah. So uh, very, very good job. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and was this uh, totally you doing this? Or was this part of the group to come up with the design? or where did that come from yeah i mean uh jovan reached out reached out to us to, for the logo uh started working up some ideas started getting up some sketches and stuff i mean i, I did some on paper but i did uh, quite a few on on the uh on the computer uh worked up some examples sent those over to to jovan overshone and, and let her check check those out uh we collaborated on, on some ideas because uh, usually when you work in a logo you're usually working with pr- probably a handful of examples proofs at first yeah mm-hmm. and then you kind of narrow it down to one uh and so went back and forth a couple of times on that uh and ultimately decided on this this one that we're using now well and i think it's neat that there's been so much thought put into mm-hmm. the working group put into this campaign that's moving forward as it launches today and then so much thought gets put into mm-hmm. a logo and that's what it's going to be we're going to talk about this where it's going to be a discussion but that's the visual part that people are going to see that the Baylor family and community are going to see and so it's really neat to hear the different levels of thought that went into uh, this logo. Corey, have you been able to have, have you heard anything from student athletes about this and what are their thoughts? Cause this is going on all their jerseys. They're mm-hmm. going to get to pick the Bible verse with their team. They're picking initiatives. Uh, I'd love to hear from you on what they're thinking. We, we did an unveiling for our student leaders yesterday. I think that was yesterday. So very recently, my days are running together a little yeah. bit, but we did a, we did an, an unveiling recently. And as soon as Marcus said, Barry put the image on the screen, there were smiles. Somebody unmuted themselves and said, 
that's dope. Wow. <laughs> there you go. So, Joe, that's, that's dope. That's dope, friend. They, there was really, really warm reception. Some of them even mentioned, like, that's a strong mark. It looks good. And it was a very, very favorable response. So, for the 30 or so that were on the call, they liked it. Cool. So, I think there's a good, a good telltale sign that – that's what's up. Brought Many of our students. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did want to mention, though, is that uh, with with this campaign, the the team is also going to be wearing some warm up t shirts, mm-hmm. and so there's there's uh, um, a word that each team is going to be able to to represent on that t shirt. There's there's four of them. There's uh, equality, justice, love, and all. And each shirt is going to say one for equality, one for justice, uh, one for love, and one for all. And so the each team is going to be able to pick between those those four, and even the T-shirts. I mean, they had some thought behind those. Uh, of of when designing the T-shirts, I still wanted to keep the consistency and still utilize the the, the look of the logo. So what we did is we brought the one over, and then we added the four underneath that, the F O R, and then with each each t- word that the team used. We basically kind of kind of work that up into a font that they can kind of change out, but still have it unique. Uh, so when you see that, it, that's going to be an also a, a, another part of the campaign. Uh, that's something that we had some thought on. Uh, when you see it, I mean, it's, we used a we utilized a, a brush kind of handwritten font uh, just to symbolize the movement and the progression that we're trying to have. Uh, and so, kind of, it, it's just really cool just to kind of, kind of be behind that whole process and know that some some thought went into this and that we just didn't just kind of put it together. Mm-hmm. Corey, how did they feel about the fact? Because they get to make a couple of different choices when it comes to this stuff. They get to pick the Bible verse. They get to pick the word on the shirt. And so, therefore, they're having a say in this. And it is goes back to one. Everyone is a part of this together. It's not just the staff kind of pushing this forward, but the athletics, the teams, kind of going with us. Did they did they like that? Was that a positive response as well? Here's what's interesting: the the student athletes have a lot of there's just a lot of energy around them right now, a whole lot of energy, a whole lot of passion. And what's interesting is when we showed this uh, to the teams, one of the student athletes sent me a direct message, and she said, "One was what I threw out in our SAC meeting. Like we chose one, and I yeah. said cool. we did. Yeah. How awesome is that, right? Like." <laughs> Your voices were heard, and that was one of the options that was considered, and it ended up being selected. That's really cool. And I I couldn't remember who it was until she texted me, but I thought that it came Mm -hmm. from a student. So I I do think that they appreciate the opportunity to be able to have a voice into what the scripture will be or what the shirts will look like. And um, we'll see what that looks like team by team. But they appreciate that because I believe we have a lot of our student athletes right now who are very passionate about wanting to see change, who are very passionate about wanting to have actions outwardly displayed that are showing that we're on board with moving forward and eliminating social injustice and racial injustice. And regardless of what teams we play for or what our ethnic background is or what our socioeconomic status is or where we come from, like we're all standing together for this. And I, I believe that them having the opportunity to choose helps provide them with a platform to be able to take action. And then as has been mentioned regarding the campaign, there's a variety of other ways that teams will be able to take action as well. So I do think that they're in favor of that. And I'm excited to see 
the shirts and how things um, move and what's selected and what they choose to do. But they, they are generally, they're excited, but I would say beyond just the one campaign, I've seen a different type of student athlete this fall. And it's a group of students that are saying, we want to be a part of the change. We want to use our platform in a positive way. And I mean, in this evidence of two weeks ago, they did a student led walk, got almost 300 people from our athletic department praying and walking and talking about social injustice. So if that's not evidence that our students are like, yes, let's go. I don't know what is. So I do think Brooke that there, this will be a great step towards the right direction. And I think that they're fully on board with that. And, and some of them are going to be like, this is a great step. And now let's do a whole lot more. And some will be like, this is a great step. Let's do a little more. But I do think it's something that all of them can rally around and something for our athletic department to rally around and be ready to push forward. Relationships, community, home. Now more than ever, these are the things that we're holding fast to. Home should restore us from today and ready us for tomorrow. It's where stories are told and relationships are forged. Within those walls, memories are made, laughter is shared, and family is gathered around the table. For these reasons, we believe in home and that right now there is no better place to be. If you and your family are looking to buy or sell a home, head over to magnoliarealty.com. Magnolia is a proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. I hate my job, but I don't mind getting up in the morning. I dread each day, but I can't wait to get out of bed. You ask me why, and what I'll say to you is true. Well, you can get breakfast tacos at Rudy's Barbecue. Scrambled eggs and brisket, they ain't fooling around. Salsa wrap, son, they're the best in town. Barbecue for breakfast, yes, it's true. Put a smile on your morning at Rudy's Barbecue. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednars and John Morris. We're visiting with Corey Pinkett, Baylor's uh, assistant AD for character formation, Joe Gonzalez, Baylor's director of digital media. They are the co-chairs of the Cultural Humility Working Group here at Baylor, Baylor Athletics, and the launch uh, today, this week, of the One Campaign. And, uh, Corey, back to something you said uh, about uh, the students and the march, which was very impressive, very respectful, and I think got their message across very, very well. Mm -hmm. There's two sides of that. I mean, the students, student-athletes, the side of it, but then also the administration and the the support for the Mm student-athletes saying, we are with you in this, and we want to help you in what you're doing, uh, going hand-in-hand, administration, coaches, and student-athletes. Yeah, that's what was so beautiful, in my opinion, being out there and seeing student-athletes, coaches, administrators, all together following the lead of the students, to be completely honest. Like, we were following the lead of the students, and there was Marcus Setberry helped with some of the organization on the front end, but it, it truly was student led, which we have some amazing students. And it was, it was just so impressive to me to see them organize. They were very thoughtful in what they said and how they said it. Um, they did a great job to your point of representing who, who they are, but who we are as Baylor and, um, and challenging us, Jay Sedwick from football, former football player, did a fantastic job bringing a word. Like we, we had a few student athletes speak. 
and he closed this the portion of that time with a good message about just unity and justice from a biblical perspective and I just thought it was so powerful to see our student athletes help mobilize us in that way and do it in a way that was a mission fit for who we are as an organization and as a university and still challenge us honestly challenge us to do some inward thinking and see how how we can be all working towards this desire for unity and for equity and um and it has me excited for the direction that this one campaign can go and for the direction that the teams will do in their team specific initiatives and as a department overall because it was a beautiful display of how you can do it the right way there was one thing Mac pointed out. Obviously, Joe, you talked about the importance of making sure that that Bible verse that the teams choose is very seen. Mm -hmm. um, Mac said, you know, we are an unapologetically Christian university, mm -hmm. uh, very evident with Jay and what he said and the fact that they get to pick one of these uh, two scriptures. What does it mean for you guys to work for a university? Just a personal question to work for a university that ties that in to a cause that's so important for you guys and that that's a part of the working group and what you guys are moving forward. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I, I love it just me personally. I mean, we, we are a faith-based school uh, and for a lot of us here, faith is, is really important to us. Uh, and just in the times that we're in, it's, it can be tough for some folks to, to be at a place and just, just openly pray for folks or, or have a devotional before a meeting or something like that, or, or pray over your food and, and not have to worry about like somebody like just kind of thinking, thinking crazy of you or something like that. But it, it's just a, a blessing just, just to be in this area to kind of with like-minded people and just to have that support. I mean, you see our players, uh, our student athletes, just having that support from the staff, uh, us having that support just to walk out our faith and to live out that. And that's what we're actually doing. I mean, we're, we're living out our faith. We're, we're, we're being examples. We're, we're go ahead and we're, we're putting our hands to the plow and, and putting in some work. Uh, and showing the love that that Christ has in us to other folks, because I think with this whole campaign and and just and with uh, with our faith in general, love is at the root of kind of all of what all we do. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, with this whole deal, we're doing it out of out of love. I mean, it, it's it's based on that. Uh, it, it's embracing people for for who they are, whether they they have different walks or, or, or different paths. So, just being able to be a part of that and and kind of experience that and do that openly it's, it's definitely a blessing well in these mm -hmm. jerseys and patches they'll be seen on a national scale with the games being on tv um that's going to feel good knowing that you, not only personally your design but that the mission and that everything you guys have been working toward is being seen on such a high level yeah yeah it, it, it is and, and then when you when you're creating that you're not you're not really thinking about that until you actually see everything I mean, you 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 kind of get the the idea of it and stuff, but then once everything starts to go into motion, you're like, man, this is actually a pretty big deal. Like, it's going to be on TV. I mean, student athletes are going to be wearing it, so it, it's just it's really awesome. Uh, like I said at the very beginning, just to be a part of something that's that's bigger than yourself. Like, it's, I mean, this I think what Corey and I are doing and just what we're doing as a department, it's setting the foundation for mm -hmm. years to come. Uh, I, I mean, we're we're thinking ahead. And we're trying to get in front of things. And so it's definitely cool just to, to, to be a part, small part, part of that. Mm -hmm. 
Corey, at the heart of everything, uh, everything we hope to do as individuals, as uh, as a campus, as an athletic department, is uh, the love of Christ and sharing that, and 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 that's where the verses come in. I mean, those verses are uh, absolutely applicable to what we're talking about. Uh, what was the process to select? Uh, probably like to limit it down to these two verses. That's a good question. <laughs> I remember seeing a list of uh, verses for consideration, and. I'm not sure how we got from the long list down to two, but I love that there are still options, right? Because there's some verses that could resonate more with certain teams than others. But I think both verses do a good job of reminding us of not only one in the campaign, but of what we should be thinking about and considering as we're trying to advocate for, fight for social injustice or other causes that are, near and dear to our hearts. I think that's one of the reasons to the question you asked earlier, Brooke, about um, being here, being at Baylor, being at a faith-based institution and navigating something this challenging, why that could be a good thing. And I think in addition to what Joe said, and I was going to say something about love too. So we are on the same page right there. <laughs> my friend. for a reason. Okay. With the same <laughs> thought process. Nice. But in addition to that, I, I believe that being, a faith-based institution and knowing that when I have to have difficult conversations or when we have to put ourselves in positions that are uncomfortable at the end of the day, I know the heart of the people that I am having to have those dialogues with. So I know that even if Joe and I are disagreeing or if I'm trying to help him see a perspective that's different from his, or he's trying to help me see a perspective that's different from mine, we're approaching it from a space of love. And I think that that makes these conversations or navigating some of these very difficult situations easier. Doesn't mean that it will be comfortable necessarily. It still may be challenging, but at the end of the day, I know that Joe loves me and I love Joe and he's coming from a place of love. And that is different from other places that I've worked. And that's what's made these experiences so far helpful because we're all starting from a very similar foundation and that's Christ. And we know that if we're operating in love and first Corinthians 13 breaks it down for us real nicely. So if we're (laughs) operating in in love and what that means, um, I just, I just think that that sets us up to be very, very successful. And at the heart of the scriptures that are there and at the heart of everything that we're doing, that's what it's about. Like that's, that's who we are. That's what we're about. And, um, and it puts us in a position if we truly rally around that, if we truly are one, like the campaign is talking about, it puts us in a position to have some great success within our department, but then to also help move forward this this vision for change that we're wanting. Kind of, kind of wanted to just to, to touch on the, the love aspect again. I think one thing that I always remind myself of just just this whole just life in general and j- just the the culture humanity working group, all of that is just love has to be at the root of everything. Mm-hmm. And, and so if, if we say we love God and we say we love Jesus and stuff like that, like how can we not love his people? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if, if we do those things, then we, we automatically have to love his people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just like Corey said, that's going to be tough. Sometimes you're going to have those tough conversations. You're going to get uncomfortable and, and you may not, you, you may hear things that you don't want to hear, but it's going to be coming out of, out of an area of love, to, to help each one of us grow mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes we, we don't know what we don't know. 
And, and so, I mean, you, you might have been brought up a certain way. I've been brought up a certain way. And, and there were certain things that, that we both didn't have. And so we're here now. And so let's grow. Let's get better. Uh, and let's, that's just at the root of everything. Just whatever we do, let's just do it in love. I think that's that's one of the main things. Overarching, one standard, one accord. That's been the mission for a while now mm-hmm. for Baylor Athletics. Um, ironically enough, has the word one in there <laughs> twice. Um, so I feel as though this kind of continues that mission. Um, but how do you guys feel about that? And is that what you think? Is this Because overarching, we're trying to prepare champions for life. Um, do you feel as though this is continuing that and why is it important that this be a part of that? I do think it's continuing our operating principles and there's one specifically in there that talks about treating each other with dignity and respect. And that's the one that jumps out to me in the context of this conversation. But in thinking about who we are beyond that, this is very much a piece of who we're saying we want to commit to being right. So I honestly think it, and I wasn't in the rooms when all the decisions were being made. So I don't know if this was the thought process, but for me, it feels, it feels as if this is very much in line with the overall operating principles, but that one specifically. And I also think it's a good visual reminder for all of us about who we say we are. And what we say that we're going to stand for and what we say we're going to do. And I also think it's important for our student athletes, our staff, our coaches, etc., to keep those things top of mind, right? Because people talk all the time about visions and how culture can be something that's written on the wall. But if it's not acted out, if it's not something that we're doing, then it's just words. And I think that that will be the biggest piece of all of this, right? I love that we have some actionable components and I love that this creates action around one of our operating principles, in my opinion, but the action piece, I think, not, I think, I know the action piece is what is going to make the difference. The action piece is what the student athletes are very focused on and the awesome marks that our creative team has done will help with the visual awareness. And then that plus action, I think takes us to the next step in where we're trying to get, because it is a process. And that's something I have to remind myself about. That's something I remind our students about a lot. And we, we desire change. You want things to be different, but it's not an overnight thing. Like it, it takes some steps. It's, it's a process that we're following a lot of people use analogy of a sprint and a marathon and we're in a marathon. We're not in a sprint. And if we have marks that can remind us about that through this one campaign, if we have our operating principles, if we have our vision, we have things that are helping to root us and remind us of the direction we're trying to go. But then we also have to make sure that we're doing the action to ultimately see what we're wanting to see. Well, I think that's the most perfect way to wrap this up. I know that we really appreciate your time and both of you sharing everything that you guys have been pouring into the working group and that how you guys are planning on carrying this one campaign forward. Uh, Baylor Athletics is very lucky to have you both co-chairing co-chairing that oh, yeah that sounds good co-chairing mm-hmm. that, works. that cause <laughs> <laughs> leading the cause but um in all seriousness, we do want to thank you for your time today, all that you've done and working with our student athletes and 
you know, making sure that our brand is out there and that everyone gets to see it for what it is. So thank you so much. Yeah, cool. thank Thanks you. For having us. Great work. Thank you all very much. Great examples of, uh, of the uh, quality people we have here in Baylor Athletics. We mentioned the verses that will be on the patch that Joe designed. Uh, Max said it earlier, but I'll repeat, Acts 10.34 is one option, and Colossians 3.12 through 14 is another option. Uh, your homework before our next uh, podcast <laughs> is to go look those up and uh, see how those apply to the one campaign that Corey and Joe and Mac and Jovan and everyone, uh, everyone here is on board with. So I'll echo what Brooke said. Thank you all very much. Uh, we appreciate all your good work and appreciate you rep- the way you represent our Lord and the way you represent our student athletes and the way you represent uh, Baylor Athletics. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, thanks for having me. All right. Uh, Joe Gonzalez, Corey Pinkett, Mac Rhodes with us earlier. For Brooke Bednars, I'm John Morris, and that's this week's Sikkim Podcast. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast, presented by your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Waco, online at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.